Hi, welcome back to our next episode of Golab Gang. Today, tonight, we have Kari with us. Hi. Um, hi. <laughs> What's up? We're super excited to have you because I think it's been it's been like two months almost since mm-hmm. we had our last episode. Yeah. Um, things um, have been really weird in the world lately. Absolutely. I mean, I'm super excited to be had, you know? It's um, it's really great. I'm really really excited to be here. How have you been doing? Um, I think overall, like, that's such a, such a broad question. I feel like every time I'm asked how I've been doing, I'm just like, hmm, like, how have I been doing? And... It's, like, uh, yeah, I guess, like, the only answer is, like, I have been doing, you know? Like, it's not, like, I don't think I've been doing poorly, but also, like, the world is kind of, like, on fire, and there's no tangible, like, expectation for the future, which is kind of like its own sort of thing where it's like just like taking everything day by day and you know trying to have like a positive outlook but also like not denying myself like the privilege of like being bummed you know (laughs) I don't know yeah it's been a lot of waves yeah yeah I think so, simple answer. I'm doing good. <laughs> Complicated answer. Are we really doing anything? I'm like, it's funny because I'm like, it's either, it's either like you've been, it's either you've been or you, you're just doing. Exactly. Like, like, or I'm just like, how's it going? Like, it's really going. I am <laughs> That's what I can give you right now. <laughs> I am simply being. You know, I'm just um as the as the LA peeps say, uh vibing. <laughs> I am literally just vibing. I'm I'm just eating. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm just a I'm just a wave. I'm just waving about. <laughs> I know, um, yeah, it's been fucking rough and like being being in a black body like it's it's always rough you know it's not just like this period of time like it always is and so how do you like how do you practice like how do you be during this period of time like how do you like as like like, a black person (laughs) or like as a person like I guess like June was really rough because of all of the just like everything that was happening where it was like very difficult to be so it was kind of like this practice of like not allowing like my rage and like despair to like manifest in like self-destructive ways where I absolutely like felt like it was like a really easy it was really easy to feel very like hopeless in this way where it's like there's so much like tragedy like all around like there's so much death like people are even now like still dying and like 
the backdrop of like the pandemic being like a whole thing like everything just felt so absurd and I just like reached this like point of just like extreme just like nihilism in this way where I was just like I don't know like it just feels like nothing matters and I kind of feel that way like all the time but it's like a very specific (laughs) like brown person nihilism where it's just like there is no I don't know it's like almost like in the sense of absurdity it's almost comical like the amount of like tragedy that's like all around where it's like really easy to feel like life is kind of like a joke but also like it's like I feel like I'm at a point now where I feel hmm yeah I guess I just don't know how to feel like ever like I think I'm always just kind of like finding I guess like just observing my feelings and not necessarily like participating in them like I think what I've been trying to get at is that like it is really easy to disassociate from everything that's like going on and in some ways it's just like it I don't know it's just like puts into perspective your own mortality as well and yeah you know it's just like a crazy time in life in the world (laughs) um I keep saying um my grandma's gonna be really mad if she listens to this oh my god it's okay my mom every time is like you say like way too much I know but yeah it's bad I try to be mindful of it and then it still comes out um, yeah I think it's the yeah. it's a problem with our generation <laughs> no for sure do you, be... like found... oh, do you feel like you found other outlets for your emotions because like you can't because you are disassociating from them but like are they coming out um yeah like I've been making music a lot more recently than, like, I have, like, since I moved to LA. Like, I think, like, when I first moved here, I was just, like, there was so much going on that I didn't really, like, have the time. And then when quarantine finally happened, like, I suddenly did have the time, but just, like, had no motivation for, like anything I guess so now I feel like I'm kind of in this space where I'm able to like kind of just tap in creatively which has been like really refreshing and it just has felt like a purge in this way um I've been writing a lot um I like got I've been doing like video work and like practicing trying to get better with like graphic design and stuff I feel like I've been very into visual art just because of like the amount of control that I am able to have over like the finished product whereas like a lot of times when I'm making songs I feel very out of control like the song is like it's sort of like personified in this way where it's like the song has all the control and I am just following orders you know like I'm doing like what the song wants you know whereas like visually I feel like I 
I can like picture something in my head and I know what it's supposed to look like. I know what looks good, you know? It's like whenever I'm going into songwriting process or like production process, like I never really know what it's going to sound like once I'm done. And it always takes these like crazy turns. And I think that just says a lot about me as like a person where it's like easy to do things that I feel like I'm able to control as opposed to like being at the mercy of like the experience of like creating. How do you, um, I guess like how do you distinguish between the two processes? Or, well, you kind of addressed that as far as like singing and like music just mm-hmm. being this entity that like takes over. Yeah. And then you're kind of just the vessel that's like carrying it forward. Sort of, yeah, um, definitely. But at the same time, I'm like, do you think that's because? Because going back to what you said before, like, you're... Okay, sorry. It was, like, making this weird noise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. But um, what you said before as far as, like, observing your feelings versus, like, participating in them. Do yeah. you feel like when you're creating music, you're more so, like, participating in it versus... I guess, like... That's a really... Interesting... Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's a really great question. When I'm making music, it feels like a little bit of both because... In a way, it does feel like I'm observing because a lot of times I'm drawing from, like, specific moments where I'm able to, like, view circumstances from really far away and reflect in that sort of, like, writing process is how I, like, get to, like, the bottom of, like, how I'm feeling. But at the same time, like, sometimes when I am writing, like, I will get very, like, wrapped up in the feeling where it's like I sort of have to like tune deeply into like what it is that I'm feeling so I'm able to like release so I'm able to like sort of externalize it and handle it in a way that's not like personal which is like a very like me problem you know (laughs) where I'm just like I'm just projecting onto my music (laughs) I don't know yeah like it's It's really like I think I'm like someone who is very like emotional but also like doesn't like to be like at the mercy of my feelings and I think that shows up a lot like in the process because it's like a lot of making music is just like feeling feelings or just like creating stories and going along with that so sometimes it's just like if I want to like actually like engage with like this like subject matter then I have to like be a version of myself that I like don't necessarily have the energy to be all the time um but a lot of but like overall it's like a very like healing process and it allows me to sort of like tap into like these versions of myself that are more difficult to be you know um but it's like a learning experience through and through like I think every like my process is never the same it's always very different and like sometimes like I'm not intentionally like setting out to like write a song or like make like a tune or whatever it just sort of like happens and that's like 
I think the most fun part of it, like just like making something that you like by accident and not to like. And I think it just like it becomes like a very like organic process too because I find that um, because I write poetry, Mm -hmm. I don't really like, I'm not good at like songwriting per se. It's Mm -hmm. like really hard for me to like make a song that has like lyrically some sort of structure. Mm -hmm. And so when I see like my friends, they're they're like able to do that and like like how like how am I able to write poems but like and I guess it's also because like a lot of my poems don't rhyme as much Mm -hmm. so yeah that skate that like I guess that like lyrical like rhymescape gets lost on me but um I think there's like a general like level of like honesty and like authenticity too when it comes to just writing songs because like that might be how you might have been feeling in a certain moment but you're not necessarily gonna like vocalize about it but you can like go back to the memory of it and like right put it in a song yeah it's like i'll come back to this feeling later on but for now like here we go yeah um yeah i used to write poetry i used to do performance poetry when i was like in high school and that's sort of like where i started (laughs) and then like i need to see a video (laughs) no there are no videos thank god um i um yeah i it was like something that i was like really into as well and like i love poetry but i don't love like the performance aspect of it um for myself at least like i love like I have, like, so many, like, favorite poets and, like, favorite, like, people who, like, perform poetry, but I feel like songwriting and, like, I don't know, I think I have more fun performing music because I think performance poetry is, like, very intimate in a way that I just, like, I don't know, yeah, it's just really intimate (laughs) and not that I have like a fear of intimacy or anything but I I don't know it's like I think I just enjoy like being able to like hide behind a melody sometimes where it's like I was gonna say like do you you probably feel like you have to put out more in performance like like performing yeah I feel like that definitely because even like it's just like so many like subtleties and nuances where it's even just like the way that you say something like determines how someone interprets it or like if like it's a thing where like there are judges like how it's like judged or whatever versus like if I write a song the way that I sing this is just like the way that I sing it and like if it's like going to be like perceived the way it is like perceived as opposed to like I don't know I feel like there's like less room for like dissection in this way where like a lot of times like when I'm like writing or like when I'm performing like I don't really think people are lingering on like every word they're kind of just like taking it in in like whatever way feels right as opposed to like I think also like poetry is very like hyper intellectualized and it's like studied in the same way that like or like it's consumed in the same way that I would say like like you would consume art in like a museum and I just don't think I make art to be consumed in that way 
like I want it to be like a very like personal experience and I don't want it to be like this thing that people are like just like super like pretentious about you know like I just want it to be like organic in a sense where it's like you don't really have to think about it too much just like just have it you know <laughs> yeah yeah I can totally see that I used to do like spoken word a lot and I literally came across videos of me like doing five minute poems and, like, I'm honestly terrified I'm like should I like go on YouTube and see I I'm shook all right here we go we're going down the rabbit hole are you finding yourself right now? I might. Who knows? I was just amazed that I could memorize something for that long. Wait, that's but also it, a it, thing. I think it's so much easier to rem- to memorize songs than it is to memorize poems. And that also could be, like, a thing. Because that's, like, an entire, like, monologue where you're just, like... I just... I don't know. I... I'm very astounded at my, like, 16, 17-year-old self. Uh... Do you feel like the poetry came first or the music came first? Um, it was kind of both. Like, I started playing guitar when I was, like, 12 or 13 or something. And I like took like I was like in like I did a lot I played a lot of instruments like I played like upright bass and viola and like cello and guitar just like lots of strings and um it wasn't until much later and I was like always writing too but I it wasn't until much later that I like sort of like put the two together or like that something finally like clicked where, like, I was, I don't think I was always a songwriter, like, I, it's something also that I, like, didn't necessarily, like, take seriously until I was, like, really grown, you know, um, and I don't even know, like, why, like, that was just something that, like, never occurred to me, where it's, like, oh, yeah, like, I play instruments, like, I, like, am able to sing, like, I don't think I really wrote my first song until I was, like, my first full song until I was, like, 19, and then I didn't start seriously, like, making music until I was, like, 21, like, 21, 22 or something, which is pretty chill. Um, but yeah, it's, like, a fun, it's been, like, a fun journey, like, I feel like I'm even now still, like, sort of, like, finding myself, like, creatively, um, but it's, like, really cool to just, like, have the space to do that, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I'm, like, trying to figure out, just, like, moving locations. No, you're good, you're good. To make this a better process, but I'm glad that you are, um recording this because it like went out on my end a few times okay cool yeah I got you but um yeah I was like I always felt 
conflicted because I started like I started like venturing into making music at the beginning of quarantine mm-hmm. and something that I'd never done before and I was like damn like I'm I feel like way too old to be doing this yeah and I <laughs> but there's like so much pressure like surrounding like oh like you need to start making music like you know when you're young and like yeah I had such a like weird like tumultuous like childhood growing up too that I couldn't mm-hmm. ever keep up with like one specific instrument yeah. or like keep that training going yeah so yeah it's like now I kind of just have like this like mishmash like theor- theoretical knowledge plus like vocal training mm-hmm. and I'm like well I should still do something with it you know and yeah. it does and feel weird like being in LA or like being in New York feeling like I can't like I can't like ser- take myself seriously and like call myself a musician mm-hmm. and I think a lot of that is just like insecurity because yeah. you don't really see like people put out music like you know um like so late on but it's cool like seeing like musicians like Kalela and stuff that have really like matured into their sound and like started putting out music when they're like 30 so yeah exactly and I think (laughs) there's like we live in well we live in a society but um I think it's really (laughs) just like a thing where people where it's like definitely like a shelf life is sort of like placed on people especially like femmes like especially like people of color and like before like you've even like reached like the point of like I don't know, like, I feel like people are, like, a lot of times, like, that pressure, like, forces you to, like, release things even, like, before you're ready or before you feel like it feels finished because you feel like you're running out of time. And I feel like I'm just recently, like, coming to terms with, like, the fact that, like, I actually, like, do have time and it's not a rush, you know? Like, it's just something that's just, like, is going to be, like, a journey and it's, like, I don't want to, like, put out something, like, too soon before I feel like it's ready and then like it do- it has like no like longevity because I like rushed it you know and that's something I think about a lot as well just like longevity where it's like you have people who like are like extremely talented and like it shouldn't like I don't know I don't think that talent has like a shelf life is what I'm getting at like I don't think that like there should be this idea that, like, if you want to, like, pursue something that you have to do it, like, while you're still a teenager or else it's not, like, valid because, like, a lot of people, like, experience stability for the first times, like, in their, like, 20s or, like, experience extreme instability, like, their entire 20s or, like, just, like, there's, like, no way to measure like when the proper time is to like do the thing that you're wanting to do and this idea that like we're going to like get old and suddenly just like everything that like and suddenly like lose value you know like and also it's like 30 isn't even I don't know like it's like just this crazy thing where it's like you grow older than like 23 and suddenly you're like well time to retire like gonna just like hang up like like just like hang up my uh my art jacket and um you know like give up on life but that's (laughs) that's not what I am um that's not what I'm gonna do that's not what we're here for and yeah I feel like as I like I don't 
I'm not even, like, yeah, like, I feel like as I, like, grew older as well, like, I just learned so much, where I'm, like, I don't know, like, I just feel like I was just, like, so, I don't think I was, like, dumb ever, but (laughs) I definitely, like, it's definitely, like, noticeable, like, how much you do, like, learn through, like, experience, where it's just, like, because of, like, experiences that I've had, I'm, like, now enabled to just, like, navigate, like, creatively and, like, in life in, like, a different way that's more, like, I guess, like, holistic, that's, like, more, like, healthy, that, like, kind of, it's, like, a way of, like, just, like, cultivating, like, more, like, wholesome, like, energy and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. And also, like, nothing matters, so you can do anything whenever you want, and it'll be fine, because, you know, we're all gonna die someday. Yeah. No, totally. (laughs) (laughs) You might as well do it sooner than later. Yeah, exactly. I mean, mean, when it feels best, and you feel like it's finished, not... Like, before you die, at least. Yeah. That's what I mean by later. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, if... What are they saying? Like, it's like, just think about, like the the like just think about the climate of the world where i'm just like we got the pandemic we got this like pseudo race war going on there's like who even knows like what the rest of this year is gonna be like there's all sorts of things like un- like unreal like levels of like smog and like pollution and all these things where it's like i think it's kind of like like the even like the idea of like growing old feels like unrealistic when like you think about like all the things that we're like faced with you know or I'm just like this this sounds like really I don't know it's like it sounds kind of dark but then it's also just like sort of like the reality like of like everything where I'm just like I don't know being old isn't like the worst thing that we would have to deal with mm. <laughs> yeah it's like what we have to go through to even get old exactly like if we're even gonna get old i'm just like honestly <laughs> we're all just gonna die young i'm honestly pretty tired right now <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> i don't know that's that's my hot take my hot take is that maybe we won't even get there, you know? What if we're already there? What if we're already there? Like, what if what if this is the second or third quarter? I mean, this is what hell looks like, or probably is supposed to look like. So. Honestly, I've been, th- <laughs> I've been thinking that, like, I remember um, I was talking to, like, one of my friends, and they were just like, I honestly feel like... The world did end in 2012, and now we're just, like, in hell. And, you know, I've been thinking about this that is, a lot. This is TikTok hell. This, 2020. I've had some really blissful moments, but it's, like, been, like, blissful in comparison with, like, everything else. Where I'm just like, wow, like, this is really nice. And everything is kind of on fire but it doesn't feel on fire right now and but usually it's just like oh yeah like this is really nice and it's like it's like 
I feel like blissful moments like pre quarantine were very much just like they were very like cathartic in this way where I felt like there were things that I was like able where it was like sort of this feeling of like escape from like daily life but now it's sort of just like this thing where if my primary coping mechanism is escapism and there's nowhere to really like escape from or to then it's like what am I really doing and that's like where I've been at and but I have had some really sweet moments not to take away from the sweetness of it but um it just it hits just differently you know it's just different a different type of cathartic have you been seeing anyone romantically um i haven't seen someone romantically (laughs) um also you don't have to answer this okay (laughs) cool can we (laughs) can we we can redact that i'll i'll give it i'll give a different answer sorry this is going on the internet so i'll i'll give a different i'm not i didn't i didn't say to say names i know i know but like i'm just like you know i'm just as a scorpio stellium i really value um my privacy your privacy feels that my scorpio rising is like what i'm just like honestly like honestly you know i was just gonna say as part of like sweet moments you know oh yeah i mean like those probably could fall into some sweet moments i mean like i love (laughs) (laughs) no i feel like a lot of sweet moments i've had have been like with like they've been this sort of like realization that like being alone isn't like the worst thing on earth and also like friendships can be very like romantic and I feel like I've had these very, like, beautiful, like, romantic moments with, like, friends. And it's just, like, really sweet. I don't know. Like, I think, like, a lot of... I don't know. I feel like platonic love is very, like, underrated. And it's something that, like, people don't really, like, think about. Because, like, I feel like you're just, like, conditioned to only view love as, like, this very, like inherently like romantic thing but there are so many different types of ways to like love and like express love and like experience love you know like it doesn't have to be like someone that you're like smooching on but like maybe you want to smooch on your i mean it could be yourself it could be yourself it's it's the open-ended question the (laughs) (laughs) open-ended yeah like i i do i love self-love i feel like it's the hardest sometimes it's hardest to give yourself love and it's like really easy to sort of distract yourself by providing for other people's needs so you don't have to like focus on your own so self-love definitely underrated would absolutely recommend (laughs) 10 10 out of 10 um, I saw these shirts this morning that were really, like, in poor taste, and they were, like, bro, bro-y, like, tank tops that said, like, spiritual gangster. Oh, my God, So, like, gross. on that tip, I was just, like... Honestly, spiritual should, They gangster. should make one that should be self-love gangster. Self-love like, gangster, exactly. Can we just not? Can we just put it in self-love, all the trash? Self-gang. <laughs> what? Self-gang. 
It should be that meme where it's like me and all my homies. Oh my god. Love ourselves. All my homies love self love. <laughs> <laughs> I love love. All my homies love love. <laughs> relationships in that way has honestly shifted my idea of romantic relationships too yeah it's like really i'm sorry to cut you off no go ahead go ahead go ahead no go for it go like i feel like i don't like i have such fulfilling and like valuable like platonic relationships and like friendships that i don't really feel like there's ever like a deficit of like love in my life like even when I'm, like, single, and, like, if I, like, ever, like, I don't really, I don't necessarily, like, feel, I never feel, like, lonely in the sense of, like, craving romance. I think if I do feel, like, lonesome, it's more so just feeling, like, far away from, like, the people that I, like, feel close to, or just, like, feeling like I am unable to, like, reach out and ask for like the care that like I need or like want from like the people who are like in my life and that's like honestly on me but yeah it's like not that like I I don't know it's like we're taught that like romantic love is like the end-all be-all of love and I just feel like there's so much value and like different ways of like exploring love where it's like you can even have like romantic love with someone and it's like not sexual or like you can have like very like romantic like friendships or like I don't know it's like the idea that like platonic love and like romantic love are like mutually exclusive just feels like something that should be like phased out like that's just like not the world we live in you know yeah yeah, it's been interesting, like, trying to practice care during this time, too, because it's, like, how do I show up for someone, like, in the middle of a pandemic? Yeah. And then, like, how do they, like, not take me having certain boundaries around that as, like, as me just, like, valuing both of our safeties? Yeah. Because then, because, I don't know, yeah, I was having a conversation today because I was, like, I do care and you have been on my thoughts and I feel like I have reached out but like then like this person is like they feel like oh well like you should have just you should have been there like in person but I'm like but I'm like we're literally like (laughs) so so yeah like I don't feel like I have never felt like they're like platonic or romantic love is exclusive but it's also like interesting like how how do we show care for one another and like how do we show love for one another during this yeah. time in a way that feels like all-encompassing and doesn't make anyone feel left behind definitely for sure especially like you have to be so selective now about like who you're able to like spend time with like in person and it's like it's really easy to like feel like left out or like feel like you're leaving someone out because of like literal just like restrictions and like just like for the sake of like your own safety and like other people's safety 
it's like sometimes like you can't just like have like you can't like see everyone and I don't know I don't know I don't have all the answers <laughs> like who gets prioritized and why yeah exactly and I feel like that's like another thing where I think like coming out of this it's gonna be so different the way we like interact with like one another and like the way we like approach like new relationships and like friendships or like anything like so much of like I think this time is just like kind of like a forced boundary in this way where it's like you have to like actively like reinforce this boundary of like I like don't want to die like I don't want to like kill someone by like unknowingly like spreading like this like virus or like whatever you know like it's like you have to be like really considerate of like other people and like considerate of yourself through just like setting this like boundary where it's like we literally like can't see each other you know (laughs) yeah I keep forgetting I'm muted but yep (laughs) (laughs) it's okay zoom thing that's real um yeah we are closing in 37 minutes now Mm -hmm. um I guess, Sukes, did you have, like, any, like, final questions to ask before wrapping up? No. I don't know. Is there anything you wanted to touch on, Kari? Hmm. I think... Hmm. I guess not necessarily anything that I want to touch on. I'm just, like, really excited to, you know, be on the show. I'm, like, really happy to, like, talk to both of you. Um, I miss you both. And sorry if that breaks the the fourth wall of radio that we know each other outside of this interview, but um yeah, you know, like I think I don't know, I guess I don't think anything because that was everything that I had to say. <laughs> um I guess yeah. Nope. Nothing else. I got all my... <laughs> I just wanted to... Um, I guess the last thing I wanted to mention was I, like, have been listening to your song, Pink Room, on repeat. Mm-hmm. And um, I know this is going to be audio, but currently Kari is also in a pink room. I so. am in a pink room. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, self-fulfilling Level. prophecy. <laughs> wow. Um, well, maybe I'll I'll play that one tomorrow. And... Manifest and um please do i'll make the room pink just for yes. a while. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to see you yeah it was nice to see you too videos. even though it's like via zoom like it still feels like you're right in this room with me social distance intimacy i know i'm just like oh my god <laughs> i miss you guys yes um, where so I where is too. everyone right now want- dancing with y'all me too oh my god i are we still uh, are we still uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so that's what i was gonna say <laughs> for my memory bank 10 like, spiral i was like damn that's crazy what a time <laughs> that was so cute though that was were like, we like we were supposed to go to a concert and then we we're so yeah we were because we couldn't get it we couldn't get in because you know la things lying around the block 
I feel like that's another thing about LA. Like, people just love waiting in line where it's like if I show up somewhere and there's a line around the block, like, I'm just gonna go somewhere else. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like I don't want to be anywhere <laughs> that badly. <laughs> Yeah, people in LA love waiting in lines. I know, I'm just like, come on. I don't know, after living in New York, I'm like, I don't wait in line. It's like, we walk two blocks to the next thing. Like, what else? Exactly. (laughs) Like, come on. You think I'm gonna wait in this economy? Never. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's been a lot of waiting in this pandemic. Exactly. Honestly and patients being tested on like by like crazy levels crazy crazy <laughs> crazy levels but you know maybe maybe we'll uh come out we'll come out alive i keep up i keep up. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say come out stronger <laughs> but instead <laughs> i feel like i keep saying i keep saying things that sound like they're gonna be really hopeful <laughs> Factors of but it's just like you know it is what it is like it's not necessarily that it's dark it's just reality yeah it's yeah. real um speaking on a dark reality i currently need to like go and treat my yeast infection <laughs> exactly and on that note we end our episode interviewing kari thank you so much for tuning in um I did go and treat my yeast infection. I know that's TMI, but this is an all-encompassing radio show, so it is what it is. Um, If you haven't tried boric acid pills um, and you have a vagina, I would highly recommend using that. Or cloves of garlic. Um, But thank you so much for tuning in and... I hope that was insightful. Um, We're so blessed to have all of our guests appear on the show and share their thoughts and spend their time with us. Um, That being said, please support your local grassroots black and brown organizations. Support local black artists. Um, You can find Kari on Bandcamp and we have it listed. below so yeah go ahead and buy their album and again thank you so much and i hope you have a blessed rest of your sunday